Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Peter Miskovich, Managing Director in Strategy and Innovation at JLL, discusses the impact COVID-19 has had on companies' workplace strategies, as well as certain aspects of the employee experience in their workplace. Thanks, Peter, for speaking with Corner Global. My pleasure. Here's my first question, Peter. COVID-19 has disrupted the workplace as we know it, but has it accelerated any trends that otherwise might have taken months or even years to come to light? Well, thank you, Tim. That's an excellent question. And given uh, my background in history, not only with COVID and Cornet, uh, in terms of workplace transformation, having been involved in, in this sector for the past 25 years, um, COVID-19 is an interesting acceleration opportunity. And from our, our recent JLL occupancy benchmarking uh, research, we've seen that COVID has accelerated a number of trends, um, including mobility. And we've seen the uh, impact of mobility and remote work and workplace, workplace flexibility highlighted uh, as a result of the COVID-19, you know, lockdown and uh, suppression efforts. And what it's also done in terms of the return to office, it's affected um, social distancing in terms of planning and density. So what we used to see at, you know, 150 square feet per person in 2019 with social distancing planning today, we're seeing upwards of, you know, 300 or 350 square feet per person with social distancing planning. So it's had an immediate impact in terms of both greater mobility, distributed work, remote working, certainly, you know, the work from home effort. And then with the reentry and reactivation programs that we're managing, it's also changed um, office density. And our, you know, perspective on COVID-19 is that unless there's a vaccine and pharmaceutical intervention uh, discovered here in the near term, we could be, um, you know, experiencing a two to three year journey relative to COVID-19. And so some of these accelerant uh, trends from a workplace perspective may be with us for the longer term. And we do see COVID-19 changing our client business models, uh, workforce models, and real estate and workplace models, you know, for the foreseeable future. And we as JLL are assisting you know, client organization in that transformation journey. And um, we see it as an opportunity to perhaps even reimagine the future of work and reimagine completely new ways of working as a result of the COVID-19 experience. Okay, excellent. What lessons from COVID-19 can occupiers use to reimagine the workplace to pick up on a word you used a moment ago? Well, very good. Um, one of the, the key um, current uh, drivers and trends that we see continuing is that the investments in digital technology, um, digital transformation, and the investments in technology are continuing. And as those investments in digital transformation and business model transformation and technology transformation continue, 
We will see um, entirely new ways of working and the transformation of workflows in terms of more human to machine, um, AI enabled workflows, and with the very large wide scale and widespread, you know, remote work that's in place today. And as we look at reentry and reactivation in 2020 and hopefully further reentry and reactivation in 2021 and beyond, there's an opportunity to rethink uh, work process and workflow and how digital transformation will impact these new ways of working. And it might mean more AI enabled um, cognitive um, technology assistance to help us in our day to day work activities. It may enable um, people to spend more time on higher value work activities uh, and let the artificial intelligence or the machines and our digital platforms take care of the lower level, you know, more routine, more, more as it's termed routinized, you know, work activities so that we as human beings and people can focus on the higher value innovation and, and more creative uh, work activities. The other element that I'd like to share that we're seeing a great deal of focus on in the reimagined future will be the focus on uh, health and well-being. Uh, we are all now in the health business. Every company today must be concerned about employee health. And so the issues of indoor air quality, of good health and wellness um, for our employees, both at work and at home, and I would include mental health and cognitive health and cognitive resilience, emotional well-being. Um, I think we're going to see a greater emphasis on holistic health and holistic well-being as we move forward. And COVID-19 has actually been an accelerant in the focus upon health and well-being. And I guess I would mention the third area uh, will probably be around, you know, optimization and cost management and sort of rethinking our workplace investments for the future. So in the current environment, we're seeing a number of organizations rethink how many small sites do they really need in a real estate portfolio. And will the workplace of the future be more of a communal and socialization setting in terms of collaboration? And will we see, as we're seeing with a number of clients, the emergence of the three or four day work week and new changes in work uh, scheduling and work hours? So COVID-19 is an interesting accelerant as horrendous as it is as a pandemic. It is changing um, the way we work and bringing some new opportunities to reimagine the future of work. Okay, very interesting. Now you've touched on this a bit already, but what do all these changes mean for real estate needs going forward? Well, Tim, that's a great question. And, you know, from our research and the research uh, that we have with uh, Fortune and McKinsey and Gartner, we're finding that um, less than 25% of Fortune 1000 organizations will return to the old business model they had pre-COVID. And so what that means that business model transformation and workforce transformation will be uh, significant over the next six months to two to three years. And so as a result of that business model transformation, I think clients and enterprise clients in particular will need to rethink their real estate portfolios to support um, those new business models. And we're seeing that in a number of interesting areas. In some cases, I'll use um, the New York region where I'm based, 
We're seeing the addition of suburban sites and acquisition, perhaps, of suburban site locations and some bifurcation between urban and suburban sites. So in some cases, there may be an additional real estate demand requirement as we move forward, especially with these um, less dense work environments due to social distancing. We are seeing a number of clients consider a percentage of their employees and from our work in Asia Pacific and elsewhere, we have client organizations that are considering, you know, 15 to 20% of their employee population to look at longer term uh, work from home strategies. Now we are not endorsing 100% of the workforce with 100% work from home, 100% of the, the time moving forward. We are not endorsing that. However, we may see these hybrid workplace mobility solutions evolve where a portion of the workforce may have the option to work from home or work from a co-working site or work from multiple office or satellite locations a portion of the time. And this type of an approach we've termed hybrid workplace mobility and we see workplace ecosystems that are distributed that will allow for uh, people to come to the corporate office to work from a co-working site, to work from even a hotel or hospitality site as we're seeing the hotel industry pivot and become perhaps more um, interested in, in, in offering space for office workers, as well as um, having part of your day in a virtual reality session. And you know that, that, that will have an impact in terms of uh, virtual collaboration and augmented reality and virtual reality being part of perhaps your day-to-day -day or every other day or once a week a work experience. So as business models transform and as these new ways of working evolve and emerge, we will see um, new opportunities to uh, transform real estate portfolios and to rethink the workplace in perhaps new and innovative ways that we've never thought of previously. So we see this as a very exciting time for the uh, real estate industry sector, and we as JLL are looking to help our clients navigate, you know, through this journey. Okay, fascinating. And now my last question, um, Peter, what strategies are being used to ensure employee health and wellness while COVID-19 remains a public health threat? Yeah, excellent question. And per my earlier comment, you know, we are all now in the health business and we're in the health business in a pretty significant way. And so with a number of our clients, we are looking at reentry and reactivation in partnership with, um, you know, therapeutic um, uh, interventions provided by some of our alliance partners, for instance, for COVID testing when you enter the workplace. We are looking at um, health and wellness ambassadors to be part of that next generation uh, workplace uh, ecosystem in the office. And those health and wellness ambassadors were, will ensure that employees feel safe, that they feel that they're being protected, and those health and wellness ambassadors will ensure that all of the proper protocols and activities are being um, orchestrated to ensure the health and safety and wellness of those employees. So we will see um, a great deal of focus, I think also on air quality and a number of great articles from our um, global research team and, and others in the, in the sector 
focused on indoor air quality, which has been a personal passion of mine for many years and from some of our work with with Harvard, uh, Dr. Joseph Allen and others, that we really need to improve and we've, we've, we've needed to improve the indoor air quality of the workplace over the last 20 years. And I think COVID-19 and the current pandemic will also accelerate and ensure improved indoor air quality, um, will improve indoor uh, cleanliness of the workplace. Um, as I mentioned, some of these um, you know, therapeutic interventions in terms of testing and tracing we have our own app as JLL, the number of apps that are being placed in the marketplace that will help uh, track and trace employees relative to their COVID-19 health status. And to do all of this in a way that is, you know, employee friendly. And I think one of the challenges that we'll have, Tim, is that, you know, the, the workplace of the future um, should not be perhaps organized as a hospitalization type environment. However, is there a way to ensure that we have medical and the proper uh, preventative measures and protocols in place that will ensure the health and safety of our employees, including you know protocols around cleaning and indoor air quality and some things I've mentioned, and then to ensure that those protocols and policies and practices are exercised and maintained at, you know, high levels of quality and consistency so that we can mitigate risk, you know, ensure that employees feel health and safe in the environment and that, you know, perhaps the longer term opportunity here is to ensure wellness and well-being at a host of new levels over the next two years or perhaps over the next 10 years. So, uh, Tim, in terms of uh, additional strategies that we're seeing uh, to be used around employee health and wellness, um, thankfully here in the U.S., we are seeing fewer new cases of COVID-19, um, but it's a very dynamic situation. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of um, co-creation with our clients as we look at um, developing health and wellness interventions. Um, we are reactivating space, as I mentioned, including, you know, physical changes that will adhere to all of the current health guidelines. We are respecting the health and wellness of employees and managing and communicating that effectively to all of the stakeholders as companies and employees plan for reentry. And then finally, we're looking at the ongoing maintenance and monitoring of the employee populations to ensure health and wellness, uh, you know, is maintained through reentry, reactivation, and longer-term occupancy. And for my comments around the prioritization of, of health and wellness as a longer-term trend, hopefully beyond the next two years through the next 10 years, indoor air quality, um, as we've mentioned, will be a greater priority and an opportunity to improve the air quality of all occupants in the future. And I think we're looking at an improved quality of life as we look at workplace flexibility, new ways of working, workplace mobility, hybrid workplace mobility, the three-day work week, the four-day work week, the ability to integrate new technologies into the workplace. All of these interventions and uh, next generation workplace enablement solutions should enable greater health and well-being. And ideally, we'd like people to feel that they have a greater purpose in terms of the work that they do and greater meaning to the work that they do and hopefully greater health and well-being. 
both in terms of their um, workplace engagement and their day-to-day -day, uh, work and life engagement activities. So in a very um, interesting way, as horrific as the pandemic is with all of its terrible consequences, there may be some positive benefits that will result. And we as JLL are working very hard with our clients to engage and produce as positive of an outcome we can in the um, entire journey with COVID-19. So we greatly appreciate the opportunity to share our thoughts today and glad to follow up with you or uh, coordinate membership as may be helpful. Okay. Well, Peter, it's been great talking with you today. Thanks so much for sharing these very helpful insights with everyone at Cornet Global. We appreciate it. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.